This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman, bringing clarity to Washington, D.C. news. We see corruption at every level in Washington, and it's in both parties. Exposing the deception plaguing our nation's capital. Not only what he told every Republican senator, but what he told the press over and over and over again was a simple lie. And helping Christians stay informed about government. Now, of course, this puts a bigger burden on voters to go figure out what's actually going on. Be sure to visit AFR.net or wherever you get your podcast to hear past episodes. This is Exposing Washington with Walker Wildman on American Family Radio. Welcome to Exposing Washington on the American Family Radio Network. My name is Walker Wildman. Good to be with you today. We cover the news out of our nation's capital each week. Uh, We cover some of the stories that even the mainstream left-wing media will not cover here on Exposing Washington. So good to have you with us. Don't forget to check out our website, AFR.net. There on our website, you can catch my podcast page, the Exposing Washington podcast page. And don't forget, there I post links to the various articles that we discuss I post those links at my podcast page, uh, Exposing Washington podcast page there at AFR.net. You can also subscribe to the Exposing Washington podcast on really wherever you listen to podcasts, just uh, on your Apple or Android device. Just go to your podcast store, type in Exposing Washington. My show right there will pop up and then you click subscribe and every week the show will come right to your phone. And you can listen at your own convenience. One more way to keep up with uh, AFR is by downloading our app. It's free on your app store. Just download the AFR app and you can listen live uh, at your own convenience. Jumping right into the headlines, we had uh, continue to have a, a pretty busy week in Washington. Not as busy as under the Trump administration, but... You know, the Biden administration and the Democrat policies, uh, they are revealing who uh, is in charge of the Democrat Party. And the thing that just stands out to me is that the values that the Democrats claim to hold, the values that the Democrats hold seem directly contradict, the, the, the policies directly contradict American values. I mean, virtually every position that the Democrats take on a very in any any issue, their position works against the American people. And we can go issue by issue, policy by policy. And it seems just from looking at what the Democrats do and they're trying to do, that they are bent on bringing down America as we know it. The idea of American dominance on the world stage, the idea of American exceptionalism, the idea that America can be a force for good, for freedom, for liberty... All of these ideas that make up America, 
are under assault by a major political party in America. The threat is not from a foreign adversary a thousand miles away. The threat is from within. The policy positions of the Democratic Party are directly against American values. And there's no way around it. And there's no other way to explain it other than the way I just explained it right there. And so we're going to go through many of these issues that we're facing and where the Constitution and the rule of law is under assault. The first story I want to talk about is the Supreme Court last week for the second time refused to hear the Pennsylvania election case. This case dealt with, deals with, whether or not the executive branch within the state of Pennsylvania or the state Supreme Court in Pennsylvania, whether those two bodies can unilaterally change state election law. And the answer to that is clear. It's no. Only the legislative branch in each respective state can change election law. That is written clearly into federal law. It is written clearly into the Constitution. And so what we had is various states across the country leading up to the 2020 election, these state governments, not the legislative branch, but the executive branch, the governor's office, the secretary of state's office, they changed election law unilaterally which is clearly illegal. Well, various Republicans in the state of Pennsylvania appealed this decision to the U.S. Supreme Court attempting some sort of remedy, and twice now the U.S. Supreme Court has refused to even hear the case, which is baffling. So the result of this is not not do we just have a meddled 2020 election, an election that has dozens of questions about its legitimacy and accuracy, but now we we have no way to fix it. No no remedy. Not even not can we not just can we not go back to the 2020 election and fix it. We can't fix any future elections based on the actions of the Supreme Court. This is outrageous. It seems that every time recently, at least in the last 12 months or so, every time there is a chance for the Supreme Court to right a wrong, they either make things worse by making a bad ruling or they refuse to hear the case. And so what, what, what seemed to be the chance to, to correct future elections and make sure that they are done correctly 
that they are carried out correctly, according to the Constitution, that attempt has been shot down by the U.S. Supreme Court. Shame on the U.S. Supreme Court for refusing to even hear this critical Pennsylvania lawsuit. The responsibility now falls on state legislatures to put in place some sort of punishment, repercussion, when the executive branch disobeys the law, when they disobey election law. There has to be some sort of remedy. We cannot ignore the Constitution without some sort of cost. Moving on to a few other topics, I wanted to bring up the uh, what's going on on our southern border. And as you've know, known for years now, uh, our southern border is very, very weak, very vulnerable, and very open. Even under the Trump administration, there were border issues. There were issues controlling the flow of illegal immigrants on the southern border. And Joe Biden, as president, is now just throwing gasoline on an an existing fire by putting in policies and sometimes rescinding policies, all that are aimed at protecting our southern border and allowing our federal agents to do their job. I'm going to play clip one here. This is about a two-minute clip. This is Stephen Miller. He was a former Trump advisor for the Trump administration, and he's talking about the various Biden border policies that are horrendous and that are hurting our country. Clip one, let's listen. And the reason why I've studied immigration so closely is because it's so fundamental to what it is to be a nation. The right of the people living in a country to decide who enters that country, on what conditions, for how long, and how to establish national boundaries and borders. That's fundamental to what it means to be a country. The legislation put forward by President Biden and congressional Democrats would fundamentally erase the very essence of America's nationhood. For the first time, I believe, in human history, this legislation proposes sending applications to previously deported illegal immigrants and giving them the chance to re-enter the country on a rapid path to citizenship. This is unheard of. These would be people that ICE officers, at great time and expense, found large numbers of them with criminal records, returned to their home countries at taxpayer expense, and now we're going to have the Secretary of State and Homeland Security mailing applications for readmission and amnesty to previously deported illegal immigrants? This is madness. Now, this is on top of the fact that the current administration has already dismantled border security, canceling President Trump's historic agreements with Mexico, and with the Northern Triangle countries, restoring catch and release, and additionally, gutting interior enforcement, issuing a memo preventing ICE from removing the vast majority of criminal illegal immigrants that it encounters. And the last thing I'll say about that memo is that they have engaged in a fraudulent representation to the court in the Texas litigation because they are claiming this is a resources issue. I know for a fact that ICE has the resources to remove these public safety threats. This is a policy choice 
disguised falsely to the court and to the country as a resource issue, that is a lie, and it's a lie that threatens public safety. Well, there you have it. That's how Stephen Miller feels about it. And you have – see, this is, this is the complete double standard at times that our judicial system has. You have the Biden administration now putting in all kind of policies in place that are virtually gutting our immigration law through executive fiat. And when President Trump tried to do similar actions except for instead of gut our immigration laws, President Trump attempted to strengthen immigration law. He was struck down. Remember? President Trump tried to end DACA. What is DACA? Deferred Action on Childhood Childhood Arrivals. DACA was put in place by the Obama administration with the sole purpose of providing some form of amnesty and protection from deportation for illegal immigrants. Well, President Trump comes in and tries to change that And the federal courts say, no, you can't do that. You can't change executive orders, even though you're the executive now. Well, Biden comes in, and all of a sudden, he can change it. It seems like our federal courts are okay with policies that hurt America, but when we try to put in place policies policies that help America, well, you can't do that. Bad policies only seems to be the standard for our federal court system. And we all know what the end result here is. This is not about sympathy for illegal immigrants because America is the most generous country of all when it comes to legal immigration. Over one million foreigners legally immigrate to America every year. So the idea that America is bigoted and hateful and our borders are closed and we don't let anybody in and we just want to hog this great land and keep it for ourselves, that is a farce. That is a lie. We are the most generous of them all. One million new legal immigrants every year, gladly accepted and welcomed into America through a legal process. What we don't want, what Americans don't like, is when people cheat, lie, and cut line to reap the benefits of America. And that is what is happening at our southern border. It is an injustice. And granting amnesty and further protections for people who have broken our federal immigration law, that is wrong. That is an injustice to all of the Americans and the legal immigrants that follow the rules. This is about compassion. It's about compassion for Americans. And one of the other weak points in the Democrats' position, remember this is the anti-America, the anti-American position. One of the weak points, 
one of the repercussions of these policies is that it hurts American workers. And it actually hurts foreign workers who were legally let in through the visa process. Why? Because the illegal immigrants come in and they take these jobs for much lower wages. Oftentimes, non-legal wages because they're not registered, they're not in the system. And so don't take the, the bait and the talking point that amnesty and DACA and illegal immigration is all about compassion and just opening our borders and our doors and letting everybody in to enjoy America. No, this is about destroying America. And there is nothing good that comes from illegal immigration. Overall, it is a bad policy. It is a bad thing for America. We need secure borders and we need legal immigration. And that's all we need. We need no illegal immigration. Shifting gears, I wanted to talk about the, the way the media and the Democrats, the way they handle different situations when it comes to different politicians. We've seen what's been going on with Governor Cuomo in New York. We've talked about it extensively on last week's show. We talked about how Governor Cuomo purposefully forced nursing homes in New York State to accept COVID-positive patients into their facilities by the thousands, leading to the death of thousands of nursing home patients. Because when you force COVID-positive patients into nursing homes, they spread coronavirus within the nursing homes. Governor Cuomo is under federal investigation for this, and he should be. He should be prosecuted personally to the fullest extent of the law for his reckless and dangerous policy that led to the deaths of several thousand elderly people. But the media virtually ignored this story for a year because, after all, this began this time last year. This is not a new story. It's only a new story for the media. And the reason that the Democrats and the mainstream media ignored the Cuomo story is because they were too busy attacking President Trump. And Joe Concha here, on he's a, a writer for The Hill, but he's here on Fox News. I'm going to play this clip. He's talking about the difference in the media handling the Ted Cruz situation or scandal or whatever you want to call it. Scandal is a little too heavy of a word, but the Ted Cruz, the Senator Ted Cruz situation where last week during the winter storms, he went down to Cancun, Mexico, when much of Texas was out of power, and Senator Cruz was rebuked and criticized by the media and others for doing this, and that's still up for debate on the context and the handling of that whole situation. But it come, when it comes to Governor Cuomo and thousands of people dying under his watch 
based on his policies, the media ignores it for a full 12 months. Clip two, let's listen. Oh, well, first, let me just weigh in on Ted Cruz. I want to be clear about this. When the going gets tough, the tough don't run to Cancun and umbrella drinks, right? I mean, yeah. I went to Cancun, but that was a little bit different. It was spring break 93, and I could tell you some stories, David. It was tremendous. But anyway, <laughs> no, neither that's here okay. nor there. <laughs> uh, look, 47 dead uh, in Texas. An 11-year-old yeah. just died in an unheated mobile home. It's a serious situation. Some leaders run, some stay. Cruz ran. He deserves everything that, he, that he's getting right now. That said, however, Andrew Cuomo, Democrat Governor, New York, deserves to be equally scrutinized and criticized. And you could say even more because we were talking about 9,000 undercounted deaths in nursing homes, an executive order that he signed putting COVID-19 positive patients back into those nursing homes. It was a, a petri dish of death, right? And for a full year, you had a media, most of it anyway, uh, not even scrutinizing Cuomo in any way, shape, or form to the point where he resisted calls for independent investigations because you had a media that wanted to push a narrative. Cuomo is the good guy and Trump is the villain. One's a leader, one isn't, and that's what we have here. So yeah, all we want is consistency here, David. I mean, 86, I'm sorry, 84% of the American people, according to Gallup, thinks that the media bears the blame for divide in this country. Mm -hmm. And this is exhibit A around selective outrage for Republicans and Democrats uh, in these situations. I, I wanted well, there you have it. One standard for Republicans, one standard for Senator Cruz, a completely different standard for Andrew Cuomo. Another example of this, different story, same person, Governor Cuomo. One of his former workers, our aides, has accused him of sexual harassment. And she actually has corroboration, substantial evidence against Governor Cuomo. And guess who didn't cover the story? ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, MSNBC, all five completely ignore the Andrew Cuomo sexual harassment story. If this were a conservative, if this were a Republican, if this were President Trump, it would get wall-to-wall -wall coverage for days. But it's a Democrat, so we're not going to cover it. That's what the left-wing media says. And this is why many make the case, a pretty strong case, that these major traditional media outlets... They are a branch of the Democrat Party. They make in-kind contributions to the Democrat Party. They collude with the Democrat Party. They act as if they are political action committees. And this is no exaggeration. You have major... Media networks, cable news networks that work hand-in-hand hand with the Democrat Party. This has been proven over and over again.
And so it's just a matter of time before there is some sort of lawsuit that forces these media outlets to expose their political ties, their political connections. Because you cannot and you should not be able to make in-kind contributions to political parties and politicians and candidates for political office without revealing those connections through various financial filings. So if you remember anything from the show, remember that the mainstream media, they are a branch of the Democrat Party. They run the PR, public relations, for the Democrat Party. One man who has been under tremendous attack from the Democrats and the left-wing media is Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida. The Conservative Political Action Committee met this week in Orlando, Florida, and actually the former president, President Trump, is set to speak there this weekend. Let's listen to Governor DeSantis' opening speech. This is clip three. Let's listen. For those of you who aren't from Florida, welcome to our oasis of freedom. We are an oasis of freedom in a nation that's suffering in many parts of the country under the yoke of oppressive lockdowns. We look around in other parts of our country, and in far too many places, we see schools closed, businesses shuttered, and lives destroyed. And while so many governors over the last year had kept locking people down, Florida lifted people up. Florida is leading in protecting our vulnerable residents, saving the economy, and safeguarding the freedom of our people. In Florida, schools are open. Every Floridian has a right to earn a living, and all businesses have a right to operate. Well, there you have it. That's a little refreshing. That's Governor Ronda Sintas from Florida. Doesn't everyone wish he was their governor? I know I do at times. Governor DeSantis has run his state very well and continues to do so. And honestly, I think that puts him at the top of the ticket come 2024. Another topic I wanted to bring up where actually we need your help is the so-called Equality Act that the Democrats are rushing through Congress trying to get past the Senate that will gut religious liberty. It will place sexual orientation, sexual preference above the First Amendment and above religious liberty. To read more, visit our website, afa.net. We need your help. afa.net to read more about this so-called Equality Act and take action. Exposing Washington American Family Radio, I'm your host, Walker Wildman. It's been good to be with you. Be sure to check out our website, AFR.net, and we'll see you next week.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.